I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Je te plus marelle, je te plus marelle, et la main, et la main, et la main, et la main, oh, 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 oh. Now, Alistair, um, that's, that's Alistair that I'm talking to. Yes. Uh, there you are. Hello. Um, and I'm Andy. I'm the one talking. Hello. No, that's going to confuse people. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying hello to Andy. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I think that was a great episode. You've been listening Thank to... Thank you, too. The Think Tank, Tank. The podcast where we come up with five sketch ideas. Five sketch ideas. Um, oh, look, I mean, really it should be, you know, if you or I can just have one good laugh, you know, that's enough. That's isn't enough it? for a day. You know, you just I... Just go back to sleep. I just want to be like one of those bands who were like, you know, we were just doing what we liked. We were just making music that, that we liked. Yeah. Andy, yeah. if anyone was interpreting this podcast as us pandering to anyone <laughs> but ourselves, they would be instantly locked up and flown to the most maximum security mental institution. <laughs> Because I assume what, it's overseas or something. It's, it's is it an island. It's not even legal to 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 lock up people in the way that they're going to have to lock this person up in this country. It's not legal. Wow! So it's like an international waters kind of a thing. They're going to put them in the Cayman Islands somewhere where you hide dark money yes. and people with dark beliefs, such as this pod, the Two in the Think Tank <laughs> podcasts, uh, are pandering to the public. Um. I, I I mean I I like this idea right mm. I like the idea of people who are so um, unfit to mm-hmm. uh, to to be a part of society yeah right that um, like even our normal standards of extraordinary rendition or CIA black sites mm-hmm. aren't sufficient right yeah because even a, like a lawless wasteland yeah. it still feels like there are some things that govern human behavior. Mob right. mentality. Mob mentality. Those kinds of things. Yeah. Those are the base laws that yeah. even as you've stripped everything else away, mm-hmm. what are you left with? Mob mentality Yeah, uh, um, and then tiredness, I tiredness, suppose. Tiredness, yeah. Sticks and stones. Yep, those things. Yeah. Right? And, and the laws of physics. Laws of physics. Yeah. And I think that, you know, really, if we want to isolate people, get the truth out of them, whatever it is that we're mm-hmm. planning to do, it needs to be into, in some kind of... Uh, a n-dimensional hyperspace mm. prison, you know, yeah. where because it's bad for uh, you know you you, you want a solitary confinement, 
yeah. uh, people who are dangerous. That's I'm not enough. saying let's put every individual electron in their body Into... in its own potential well, like yeah. trapped in some kind of uh, separate, you know, separate each each molecule. Where they they can't even work together to do the the, exactly. the evil that they would do in a solitary confinement. <laughs> You know, just mulling because that's what they would do, right? They'd mull. They would just mull. Probably come up for a pl- mm. come up with a plan uh, for when they're no longer in solitary mm-hmm. confinement. Mm-hmm. Whereas this way, they don't, can't even talk to each other. Are we trying to keep them alive despite this, or are we just? Oh, I think it would be inhumane otherwise. Absolutely. Yeah. So we're just coming up with an elaborate way to split them up into subatomic particles. Yes. Put them each in a, their own chamber. Yeah. A chamber where those subatomic particles can't even move freely in a comfortable way. Even quantum entanglement doesn't occur because quantum entanglement is a form of collusion. You know? I would say. Plotting. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, okay. And, <laughs> Alistair, you said mull. Yeah. Right? His uh, mulling, it's great if it's wine. Mulled wine. Mm, absolutely. Like, you, you, I mean, if that's you, what they were doing in solitary confinement... It's like steeping in honey and spices. Mm, that's right. Some cloves. Yeah. Which actually has a numbing effect, much like a prison. Mm. Cloves? Have you, have you ever used cloves into like, you can bite down on a clove and it'll, it'll like, it'll... It has a little anesthetic effect. Anesthetic effect in your mouth. Yeah, right. Well, uh, I think cloves are um, probably the worst of the herbs and spices. Really? Yeah. Um, they're even the worst of the herbs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but they're so they're like they're worse than a category they don't even belong so to. So they're definitely a spice, are they? There's no chance that a clove is a herb. Well, I feel like herbs are pretty leafy. Clove is as close to wood as you can get, right? Without being wood. Right? Yeah, I mean, sure. Sure. I mean, it gives me hope that one day we will be able to eat wood, as we've kind of said that we were hoping to. One, <laughs> one, of, the, one of the long-term goals of the podcast is to sort of prepare society for a time in the future in which we can eat wood. Just eat wood. You know, like we've been paid off by big wood. Mm, huge and, wood. <laughs> huge wood. Big and, lumber. Yes, Timber. And we uh, are just laying the groundwork. We're just seeding those ideas, mm-hmm. like those those message boards where, like the 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 ideas behind Pizzagate were sort of fermented, yeah. right? Assembled together mm-hmm. in these sort of deep, dark alt right yep. web forums. Mm-hmm. People sort of assembling conspiracy theories until like it reached a point where like there was enough critical mass for it to be disseminated into the world. That's right. We're that. But for eating wood. For eating wood, yeah. <laughs> We're the deep state of eating wood. We're trying to undermine the current paradigm of food consumption. Uh, yeah, well, you know, it's, it, that's just another kind of prison. Mm. It's just another way in which the society in which we live, if you can call it living, is keeping us down. You know? Eating wood. I mean, imagine how free we would be. If we could eat wood. If we could eat wood. Twigs. Twigs, anything. It just lies around on the ground. Beavers do it. Beavers do it. Birds do it. Woodpeckers do it. Woodpeckers do it. Right? Right, yeah. And, and, and yet we're somehow told that it, we can't. And when we say it, we mean eat wood. Eat wood. <laughs> when it, every time on this podcast that we've said the word it, it. we meant eat wood. It's always <laughs> meant eat wood. 
you go back, you listen through from the beginning. Mm. And every time we say it, eat wood. Yeah. Uh, I think, look, I think this says, I know I've just written down the word eat wood conspiracy, and I know it's a, it's a topic that has come back up, although it's a very recent topic. I think there's topic a reason that, it keeps coming back up, yeah, Alistair. I, it's because it's important and it's real and it's, uh, and it, yeah, and we're, and we're introducing it slowly. Mm. Um, it's like the number 23. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's something going on. There's a Jim on. Carrey movie in it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jim Carrey in Eat Wood, right? That's, look, it, it sounds right. He goes into a, a teleportation machine, right? Much mm-hmm. like the fly. Yeah. But unbeknownst to him, there's, there's also a, tw- a beaver there's in a there. There's a twig in there. There's a okay, twig in there. <laughs> He's a cannibal, right? Yes. He's a cannibal who is just going into a teleportation machine, right? He's just going into a teleportation <laughs> machine. That's all it is. Right? No big deal. No, he's a cannibal inventor, okay? Yes. He's a right. cannibal inventor <laughs> who's developing a teleportation machine. Could this sentence be any more to it, the it think do, tank? It doesn't matter. He's a, all right, he's a t- cannibal inventor... Let it never be said that, like, we're not pandering to a broad audience, but to the narrow audience who loves this podcast, no sentence has been more, like, tailored to their interests. Absolutely. Andy, you're you're uncovering another conspiracy, (laughs) which is the conspiracy, which we've spent a long time denying. I mean, we spent a long time justifying that these people are not only going into solitary confinement, but subatomic solitary (laughs) confinement. Um, Anyway, so a cannibal... Inventor goes into his teleportation machine that he's that he's testing out, which yes. until recently, right, he was just trying to teleport kindling just to see mm. whether he could get some organic matter through. Yeah. Right? Kindling. Kindling. Right? <laughs> so he teleports, doesn't realize there's there's he's there's left, a twig there. He's left a twig there's in a there. twig, right? Uh, so he teleports. He his DNA fuses with the DNA of the plant of the of, of that wooded of the oak, yes. the mighty oak tree. Twig, twig, mighty oak twig. Right, he comes out. He feels fine. He doesn't realize something has happened yet. Yeah, until Maybe slowly but surely, stiff. right. He's he starts yeah he's got a stiffness about it but he had gone for a run the day before hadn't stretched hadn't stretched. It's not that crazy that he no. would be, you know. Even for him, a scientist. A, sci- <laughs> a man who's meant to notice unusual things and draw connections. Mm-hmm. In this context, no alarm bells are ringing. He certainly doesn't think there's a paper in it at this stage. No. But little does but, he but know, the, there's some paper, paper in, in him, him, in a manner of speaking, because paper is also made out of wood. Slowly but surely, he starts to show signs of woodiness. Yes. Right? He's uh, acting not as good as it was before. Okay. His voice, a little more timbre, if you know what I'm saying. Um, a sort of a thick outer crust starts mm, to build mm. on the outside of his legs mm-hmm. and arms, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, squirrels. Squirrels. <laughs> Flocking to, uh, to open holes on his body. Yes, and, and, bury, and bury the, the oak... The acorns that have fallen off of his fingers. <laughs> right? And slowly he starts to put these clues together. Okay. He's no fool. Anyway. The stiffness, wh- no, as we say, no alarm bells. While this is happening, he gets a rumbly in his tumbly. Mm-hmm. Right? He gets a little hungry. The man is a cannibal. <laughs> all right? 
he no longer just eats man because he's no longer just a man.、Mm. He's a cannibal. He's not into just eating human flesh.、Yes. He's into eating whatever he is, right? So because he's changed, he can he ha- can only eat、uh, man oak hybrids. Therefore, and the only version of that that exists is him. Is him now? <laughs> I, I imagine what this man's going through,、mm-hmm. right? He's just an ordinary cannibal, and suddenly he wants to eat cannibal inventor. <laughs> He's just an ordinary cannibal inventor. Suddenly he wants to eat wood. Yeah, he must be like, "What is happening to me?" Like that. Oh, sorry, I had something in my throat. <laughs> What's happening to me? What's happening to me? <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> That was a very weird moment. He starts crying during the song from "Little Things, Big Things Grow."、Mm-hmm. Yeah,、uh, is which that about been, trees at all? It sounds like it. It sounds like it's. If about it's、trees. not, it's、I、definitely mean, a metaphor about trees. It's already a very emotional song. He,、mm. Again, this one probably doesn't raise alarm bells because、yeah. he's anyone could cry during that song.、Mm. It's quite powerful, but the tears that come out, red thick sap,、oh, which bugs、God. come. And get trapped in, and then over millions of years,、uh, form amber, and their and f- DNA can be extracted. Extracted to make dinosaurs, to make dinosaurs. or humans, <laughs> or human wood、Tree、hybrids. hybrids. <gasps> oh, oh my god! Ah! <laughs> Andy was yelling so far from the mic,、oh. and it was still crackling. I'm anyway, having such a fun time cut, with this riff. Cut to, <laughs> cut to. He's got everything I like in it. It's, it's achievable. It's relatable. No, but what it is, Andy, is we're creating now. This is um, this is twenty five million years from now. It's a、mm. movie set twenty five million、mm. years from now, where they're trying to. It's whatever do, the dominant species is at the time. Yes, is trying to bring back humans, right? They find the sap.、Uh, they find this this mosquito inside the sap on this tree. Right, little do they know it's a man tree, right? And what they're bringing back is this cannibal inventor's DNA, <laughs> and all their humans that they're populating their their island amusement park with. Yeah, cannibal are, inventors. At first, they're just walking around, but then they start to disappear. Where did they go? They're all、right? eating each other. No, I、oh. mean maybe <laughs> that could be some explain some of it. The other explanation, though, but that only that, explains some of it. They do the maths. They do the maths. They work out the calculations. Even if these were all cannibal、yeah. inventors, that would only account for some of the disappearances. Yes.、Yeah. What about there's the, an X factor? Yeah. What about the last? Why is the last one in every cage disappearing as well? They can't possibly be eating themselves. No, they're turning into complete trees with a man stuck inside forever. And the trees, every the last one in each cage is disappearing. The cages are full of trees. <laughs> well, you know, they're not. They they weren't. They weren't.、Uh, you know. What's what's that thing where you know the government sends out a document and we all have to、uh, like fill、mm. out the document to tell them、mm. who we are? The census. What, yeah, they're not doing a tree census in there. No, no, they're no. not. Like they didn't even think about keeping track of the trees. They just got a landscaper in. They might even be blind to trees. They have all of the people who work in this place have tree blindness. They're not people though. Oh, that's right. I know, but they consider themselves people. Oh, they sure, sure, sure. They don't consider us people. No, no, no. 
You know, they're they're the the people version of whatever they are. People is not human specific. All right. So uh, yeah, write that down. And uh, I have two ideas. Okay, okay. Alistair, so you're ready for this. Well, yeah, okay. Um, so. I mean, there's no way you could be. You've got to write down uh, approximately 16 pages of garbage. But I'll carry on, right? Number one, excuse me. Uh, number one, all right, solitary confinement. Mm-hmm. Isn't it interesting, right, that the majority of human beings, we are kept in check by society. Mm. It's the presence of society and the social contract that stops us from contravening those norms, those mores, and doing uh, bad things, right? But Mm. if somebody does some bad stuff, we put them in solitary confinement where Mm. they're as far away from society as possible, Mm. and there's nothing to, like, constrain them. Yeah. Really, I don't think we should have solitary confinement. I think we should have, like, the opposite. We should have hypersocial freedom, right? Where you are like so intensely surrounded by mm. society, too late, so that you can't do anything wrong. Right. You're cu- you. Instead of solitary confinement, we put you in charge of a crèche, a children's play centre. Wow. Right? Where you're, you know, on the front line. No of matter human what your crime was that you committed. No matter the crime. <laughs> But then, but is, does society control you by having you in charge of people that are much weaker than you? Uh, I mean, it's a theory. I, look, I, I think, look, I think that's one theory. Uh, I feel like the, resp- you know, like, like, a, like a kid who's acting out, yeah. you might find really they just need some responsibility, you know? Yeah, yeah. To feel in charge, in sure. control. So you've got a violent criminal, an antisocial lunatic. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just they don't feel like they have any responsibility. Put them in charge of a children's play centre. That's look. I mean, it's crazy enough. It's crazy enough to maybe work or go really wrong. Okay. But, well, maybe it's not intense enough. We cover them. Yeah. We strap the kids, the kids the... to their bodies. Okay. So they're covered in like a like a dress made of children. Yeah, a layer. A layer. Of the most vulnerable in society. And I feel that that responsibility yeah. will be the demonstration of faith in them that mm. they needed. Say, look, we trust you. Yeah. Okay? Mm. Sure, you've done some bad things, but we're giving you a second chance. More than that, right, we're, we're putting you in a situation mm. whereby every action that you take could cost several lives. Yeah, right. Right? You're a, you're a violent lunatic. Here's the nuclear launch button. Just to prove that's what they do. In, here's, you know, this is what they do in Denmark. This is how they would do it, yeah. Here's all <laughs> the launch buttons for all the nuclear arsenals in the world. Here's the one remaining vial of smallpox, the smallpox disease. Yeah, right. And And also... Uh, the main air conditioning intake for a um, the the a, world building the world building yeah yeah um, look I think there's I think there's something in this yeah um, right <laughs> well I think initially what what I was captured by mm. um, was just that how how walls can do the job of a society mm. you know by just keeping you in, uh, out of trouble. 
Yep. You know, because sometimes, but then sometimes where society fails, walls really can succeed. Totally. You know, they can stop you from hurting other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but then I thought, well, when you said, oh, well, what about we go the other way? And then I thought, well, what if the cage was made of people? That's really good. Mm. Yeah. So then you're still kind of contained. Yes. You know, but then, you know, I just, I, I couldn't 100% see how, uh, you know, being strapped, having children strapped to you was necessarily straight away change you. I guess it depends. I guess, do you think there's an element in which you just wouldn't want to have dead bodies attached to your body? I think that's one of the things that we all agree on. Mm. You know, that, 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 that probably unites us more than anything. Yeah, because I guess it's... Dead weight. Dead Nobody weight. Nobody likes a dead weight. That's true. Uh, actual dead weight. Yeah. Stench of death. Nobody likes that. No, no, they don't like stench of death. Do you think even more vulnerable than children... Yes. ...is really ripe tomatoes? <laughs> They're so vulnerable. So vulnerable. Yeah, mm. that's... that's. Uh, I mean... But you don't mind having those covered all over your body because eventually well, I mean, they'll just wipe away. Well, I mean, that's what that Spanish festival's all about, you know? Yeah, that's true. The fact taking, that people don't Taking really... advantage of the vulnerable. Mm, mm. Um, I mean, uh, what is more vulnerable still mm. than that? Um, I mean, I guess the, the Bitcoin market. Mm, seems uh, very vulnerable at this stage. Yeah. Uh, certain types of, like, silk, you know, silk yeah. clothing. That's Especially sort of an individual silk thread. Mm, mm. But how can we help these criminals? Do you think, do you think that these criminals, do you think, like, that's, that is a sketch? I think that it probably is a sketch, isn't it? I'm yeah. just, I just didn't. I didn't get 100% on board, which is why I don't feel like it was... This, but I, the more I think about it, if I really intellectualize it, I really, yeah. I'm enjoying it. Oh, great. Well, you intellectualize the fuck out of it, Alistair, right. as much as you need to intellectualize it to, Violent. to write it down. I, 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 want, I know we've talked about the way they do things in Denmark on the podcast in sure. the past, and I'm not sure if this is like the, the angle that we went down. It's very possible that I'm just repeating word for word, including this and this and this. Exactly what we said on the previous podcast where we talked about the way they do things in, uh, in Scandinavia, you know. Mm. Um, and uh, the other thing that I was thinking, Alastair, yep. was a Jurassic Park sort of parody thing. But, and I've got no idea about like how or in what way this could be funny, but I just am interested in how could we re-engineer a Jurassic Park Comedy sketch world, mm. but that there's people in the uh, in the cages, right? Mm -hmm. Like, who are the people who are in there? Are they all Richard Attenborough? Are they all David Attenborough? David Attenborough. Mm. Are they all fans of the original Jurassic Park? Michael Crichton. Crichton are they all Michael Crichton? <laughs> I. I am interested in mm. the people outside who've made the park. They're all people. Yeah. They're all humans, right? Mm -hmm. But we have then inside the cages mm. people as well yeah. who've been recreated from DNA, got out of a thing, right? But then I just want us to have exactly the same conversations and debates around it all that we would have about the dinosaurs mm. But about the people, right? 
So the discussion of, well, actually, they were covered in feathers or uh, they mm. weren't nearly as big as they are. Even though these people are just walking around wearing clothes, having conversations and stuff, they're in the cage and we talk about them like we would about, do you understand what I'm saying? So we're just saying dinosaur things at people. Yes. Yeah. But we're, we're giving it an edge. It's a funny edge. Yeah, it's like a funny edge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Look, I, <laughs> did I just stop understanding things? Like, do you think? No, no, no. Did I did I start explaining things like I'm a fuckhead? No, no, no. But I mean, like, like so suddenly I just haven't been I haven't been getting a hundred percent on board on with things, and I apologize. Well, no, it it could all be because Alistair, you were writing something down, and also the <clears> thing that you were writing down was one of the most insane ideas yeah. that we've ever discussed on the show. And it's either it broke your brain or you were just distracted when I started talking about these things. And then, you know, or I'm talking shit. Well, it kind of also just started making me think about other, other like, just the idea of, of kind of going to see people in cages. Like, why? Because, you know, like, you go to the zoo, you see gorillas or something mm. like that. And they're just mm. kind of not doing much mm. like that. And I guess in the same way, it's like you just go see, it's like watching Big Brother, essentially, mm. you know, and then there's just people there. But I guess it, it would just made me think about a Big Brother Live, you know. So it's essentially just like a, a stage show. Just a, well, it's <laughs> I guess like so. they tour. They take you know, like like so when something weird tours as a stage show, like like um, Top Gear mm. when they did a stage show. You're like, what the fuck are they doing? Like, what could they possibly be doing? Are on they stage? just revving the engines? Yeah, of or cars? Jackass. Jackass. Like, I, like I realize, you know, they end up st- throwing darts at each other's chests or whatever they do. Did they actually do a stage show? Jackass, I, uh, probably, right? I'm pretty sure I remember the Dudesons touring to Australia. Antoine Dudeson. Thought <laughs> 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 we talking about Andy Dudeson from uh, Anyone for Tennis. Look again. I'm not sure if Doody. his name was An- Andrew. I'm not sure. I can't remember now. I think it could have been Andrew. I'm not sure if you... I think you're the one who goes by Andy. Oh, that's true. And you, also, you guys look the same. I'm confused. If anybody remembers anyone for tennis, just Google them. YouTube them. Great comedy duo. Yeah. Musical comedy. Yes. They wore headbands. Yep. They played Sweat guitars. Bands. Sweat bands. They were uh, great. Yeah. I don't... I can't remember their songs right now. Um, I, or, yeah. Whenever I try, I can only ever remember Jason English's solo... Songs from after. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's feels like a distraction. It it is, Andy. Um, but like, okay, but is it? Uh, it just feels like it's like a, a performance art piece where you go to, um, just like a a place where people are just living their lives inside a thing, but you can sort of bang on the windows and go do something. <laughs> Like, that. like I guess you're kind of going and you're hoping to watch these people hump or something like that. Yeah, I think I think a I think a Big Brother live stage show mm. is valid. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm just sort of putting the mic closer. To you just mouth. you just can't just leave me alone. You move yeah. the microphone to be in front of my mouth. It's like I'm a child. Yeah. No. <laughs> I know, but like you you're can't... trying, you're always trying to. You're the society that's always just trying to nudge me and push me. Yeah. I'm a, you don't understand that I'm a rebel, Alistair. <laughs> Andy, if I could, and you're not just going to let me be me. If I could replace me with a series of walls that just held your head in place near yeah. the microphone, yeah, I would do that. Yeah, but I feel like 
I would have to get you to build those walls because I'm not that handy. <laughs> and uh, and then I just feel like you wouldn't do it. This podcast is so fucked. This really? whole episode is fucked. No. It's fucked. Why? I'm just liking saying fucked. <laughs> Look, I don't. I don't know. I don't know, Alistair. I just feel like we've something is broken in my mind. No, no. I, okay, what look, were we talking about? The Big Brother live stage show. Yeah, I want that to be a thing. How can we make that a thing? Um, what was? What that? does it need? Okay. Well, the thing is that it could just be you. You show up, and then people just get on stage and start living their lives. Yeah. Okay. They, they get into a hot tub. Yeah, you know, maybe they they get fed drinks. Just like life, it's just life, but but on stage. I but I feel like when they do these stage shows mm. of things like Top Gear or whatever it is, it's like they're going to have to have some scripted banter. They're probably going to have to have some fireworks or something because you just need to add some kind of stuff to like make it a stage show, like take it to the next level, yeah. like. You know, somebody goes and flies around on one of those big swing things. So, so you're saying that this Big Brother one has to have? <laughs> I feel like they've, have they've injected something into it to make it, you know, pop for the stage. Well, I don't know. I don't know what that well, is. I know, but I, I understand that that's what you would do if you were trying to make it good, <laughs> right? Right, <laughs> or at least tolerable. Yeah, at least tolerable. But but if people were were like, what if instead of like in a Big Brother house, people were kept in a in a Big Brother, uh, like, what's that, one of those, sh- a shipping container. Yeah. Okay. Right? And then you just, a truck comes and drops it off on the mm-hmm. stage, and then it pulls off one of the walls, and you just see them where they're at at this time. Yeah. It's almost like an ant farm. Yeah. Um, Could it be filled with sand? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so what, they're just slowly being crushed and suffocating in there? Do you think that if we, if we had like, like just a tall, like, like essentially like, a, like a, a skyscraper filled with sand, yes. that humans could build a sort of series of tunnels like, like the ants do and just live in there? I don't think so. Why? I think well, okay. I'll tell you exactly why, yeah. Alistair. I think that there is a particle size that you get with sand, mm. right? And I think that uh, for a small enough tunnel, mm. that you are probably able to build something that is structurally sound mm. with that fits with the particle size of sand. Yeah. Right. But I think once you try and build that tunnel to be bigger than like about three centimeters diameter. Yeah. I think that thing is going to collapse. The particle size is too small, and that's we're talking collapse town. All right, right? what about like... And so once you're trying to build tunnels for a human man, yeah. that's coming down. Sure, I guess especially All if you're living at the bottom. Yeah, oh, it, I, I don't think it matters. I think any part of that is going to collapse. You know? Yeah, I know, but imagine living in that. That would be pretty cool, though, right? Yeah, crawling around but in you, tunnels. You don't think the, sure. sec- the secret isn't just I like... I love it. The we se- all love it. No, but the secret isn't just like putting saliva on the wall or something like that. I mean, it could be. You know, because I feel like maybe ants, that's what they're doing. You know, they just I love how you just poked your tongue out just a little bit then to just, like, (laughs) help you to conceptualize licking the wall of the tunnel. Of the sand. (laughs) The sand tunnel. But, I mean, you know how unpleasant it is when you get sand in your mouth, right? I reckon that is... I like it. No, every, no, you don't, Al. Well, that's something I like. No, you don't. You're, try, you're just saying that because you think it's contrarian. No, no, okay. I, I actually I genuinely like I, I think this like is it. a great thing for like a teen rebellion. 
Right? It's like, no, I like having sand in I my like mouth. I like having sand. Don't put sand in your old, mouth. You know who, who doesn't like having sand in their mouth? Old people. Old squares. Old squares. I love having sand in my mouth. <laughs> Bite down and I like that grittiness. It's a news story. It's like... Uh, the, the new teenage trend that'll, that's worrying parents. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but doesn't that feel gritty? I mean, I just don't think kids should be doing that. Who says gritty is bad? Yeah. I like gritty. Did you see the... The Dark Knight Rises? <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Why wouldn't it be good with things in your mouth? It's okay, so it's fine for re- rebirthing franchises. And like, and, and it's bad for your dental health. But like, kids love doing stuff that's bad for your Absolutely. for your health. Drinking too much, um, smoking marijuana. Yeah, but they they're like actually, you know, it's it's a great way of exfoliating your teeth. Yeah, no one ever talks about that, yeah. do they? And your gums. Sure, I don't have any en- enamel. You know what I also don't have? Plaque. Yeah, or flakes of skin just <laughs> hanging out. I probably yeah, plaque's a good answer there. Thanks. <laughs> I was too busy starting to say what I was going to say. Well, your dumb example. Yeah, I know, but dumb is okay. Flakes of skin? Well, that's what they have on your arms. So it's much like, see, that was my version of your Jurassic Park, but with people. You see? Sure. So, but instead of Jurassic Park, I had Jurassic Park. a teenager's <laughs> mouth. <laughs> I had a teenager's mouth. And, and instead of people, instead of dinosaurs... Oh no no wait the dinosaurs oh the dinosaurs were the, your arms <laughs> and the people were the teeth <laughs> and then the people visiting the park was the sand then what's the park hey what's the park the mouth the arms are in the mouth <laughs> yeah cuz that's what i'm saying is that the arms are the teeth no well the no, that's or, or where where you normally would use exfoliant. You see? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, Alistair, when you're right, you're right, and you're right. You're absolutely you're one hundred percent right. All right, it's, look, can we just write down oh. the 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 trend, the gritty trend? Yeah, of we, teenagers? Ab- we we absolutely can. That's a thing, right? Like, what else is there for for kids to do? How else can you rebel against? Everything's been done. You know, <laughs> oh, I remember when there was like a trend, uh, or at least the, the news was saying there was a trend of like eating teenagers. Tide Pods. Oh well, there's that, and then they were licking each other's eyeballs. What? That yeah. was a trend. Or maybe in Japan, or... like as a sex thing, or just like it a way to say hello. It was like a, it was. I think it was somewhere. That's how they between, say hello in the mafia. It was somewhere between a hello and a sex thing. I think. I think it wasn't a hundred percent sex. You know, you could still. You could still get do that and get into heaven, mm, right? Sure, sure, sure. But it was it also, you know, it wasn't entirely non-sexual because it's people. The Bible doesn't mention it. The Bible doesn't mention it. Um, I did see a thing yesterday where somebody referred to a part of the Bible. It was Matthew eighteen nine or nine eighteen, something like that, where he basically says, "If your eyes." are causing you to sin. Pull out your eyes. Then gouge it out. Yeah, yeah. And then, which is kind of like that stuff about, you know, like if, if you're worried, like rather than kind of people being like, oh, these women got to put on some clothes. This is Jesus saying, hey, if you think that that lady needs to put on some clothes, why don't you just pull out your eyes, you big dickhead? I think that's, I mean, I assume he's exaggerating, but like what a great... Mm. 
Anyway, I'm very rarely like on Jesus. Like strong positions. That's a strong position. You're very rarely on Jesus' <laughs> side. <laughs> hey, you know me. <laughs> I mean... I don't, go, I don't dig on this Jesus guy. Well, it's like... I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You know, it's like, look, I'm not, I don't use any, uh, like, okay, Steve Jobs probably said a lot of good things, but I yeah. think after it's his empire now that I'm, that, that, that I, I, I see as a reflection of him. And so mm-hmm. I kind of see negatively on him because of his Apple empire. Mm-hmm. For most people, this wouldn't be a valid analogy. <laughs> anyway, trend um, of teenagers. Putting sand in their mouth. Putting sand in their mouths or, or, you know, in their eyes or whatever it is. I like it. And they just hang out down at the skate park or something, putting sand in their mouths. Yeah. And parents just, you know, it's like like Will Smith said, parents just don't understand. Yeah. What about, like, they just hang out in church putting sand in their eyes and mouths? Yeah. They go, because at first, like, parents would be like, well, I I mean, I'm glad that they're going to church or something, but that's not what church is for. (laughs) (laughs) always in this you know in the pews squatting in the pews rubbing sand in their mouth and eyes but it'd be one of those things it's like smoking it's not fun the first couple of times but you look cool Mm. and that's what gets you in and then after a while you're addicted you just got this little like baggie like a little ziploc bag filled with sand and you kind of open it up and you just dip your eye in it yeah and then you also grab a little sprinkle and you put put a sprinkle in your mouth and Mm -hmm. then then there's all these teenagers making like youtube videos of like all these like sand in mouth tricks yeah you know like you know teenagers get get unbelievably smoke smoke, uh rings they get unbelievably good at things very quickly and suddenly they're like there's like Sand in the mouth competitions on mm. huge stages, mm. you know, all around the world, and mm. it's just this competition. You know, like people streaming cups. there's mouth sand stuff on Twitch, yeah, getting thousands of dollars a month on Patreon. People are are, are spitting sculptures out, like, yeah, just like whole sculptures, like like they're they're making their whole neck and head a three D printer using mouth sand, and you know, the police will pull over a kid. Frisk him, a little bag of sand in the pocket. What's this here? Mm. Huh? Yeah, do a trick for us. Yeah. Is it illegal to have sand in, in that version? I don't know. Yeah? No. Sand is banned. There you go. We're going to have to ban sand. What are you going to do, ban sand? What's next, dirt? Hey, if that's what we've got to do to protect the kids, you know? And there'll be all these hippies who are like, you know, sand can actually be, has a lot of useful properties as well. Like oh, you can no. melt it down to make glass. Yeah. And everyone will be like, yeah, right, whatever. You just want to put that straight in your eyeball. You know how, um, you know, how the ocean is filled with plastic now? Yes. Yeah, and it, 
seems like it's getting really out of control. Really out of control. <laughs> and like, if it's out of control, like now, mm. like it feels like one of those things that's just like an exponential problem that by like next year, everything in the ocean will be dead. Yeah, it feels like it's getting pretty it's bad. It's so bad right. and it's so depressing. It, but And remember how it used to be glass that we'd, we, we would use for like all the – instead of plastic bottles, we would just use glass bottles. Mm. And it's amazing how glass – it's still wound up in the ocean sometimes, which by the way, I have no idea how so much garbage is ending up in the ocean. It's just blowing there. Just blowing. It's those plastic bags. There's, they just blow. No, no, no. There's no way that that's all just blowing. I think that there's like – there have to be places in the world that are dumping things into waterways and the waterways are just flowing into the oceans. Surely. Oh, okay. So my theory that it was going there on the wind, there's no way. No, but your theory that things are going there in the water, yes. No, but but my thing is not like <laughs> my thing involves countries dumping things into waterways and then it flows out into the oceans. Yours, I imagine, involves just discarding things on the ground yeah, and then yeah. it blows out. I look, I do accept that some stuff gets in there that like way. Like two or three pieces a year. <laughs> I just don't think it's, that's the main way things are getting there. You're saying the waterway. I'm saying the waterway. I'm talking skyway. Is there a way that our dumps... I wonder if also, you know how there's this huge international trade in garbage, like mm. recyclables and that sort of thing. So we're shipping off yeah. recyclables to China to be recycled. And then they're just dumping it at sea. I mean, it, I don't know which way the money's flowing. I don't know if they're buying the recyclables off us mm. or if we're paying them to take them away. Yeah. But if we're paying them to take them away, mm. you know where the money is. You just drive out into the ocean, you just dump it all, and then you come back and get another load. It's we're just, you know, sweeping stuff under the carpet, but it's not a carpet. It's, it's a waterway. The, it's a, a waterway. It's a big wet, wet waterway, big wet wobbly waterway. What I was going to say was just that glass. When we were using that, it would wind up in the ocean mm. still, but then it would just show up on the beach, and it will have all the broken glass would have been just sort of worn down. Mm. You know, all the sharp edges was were worn down and just kind of made nice rocks, and it just went really well with, with the beach. With the beach, yeah. You got to go back to glass. Sometimes I'd even collect those bits. I'd be like, "That's cool." Yeah. I'm not doing that with a bit, bit of, of plastic. plastic, bit of Glad wrap. Oh, there's a little bit of plastic bag there. That's cool. I like the way that's sort of been tattered. It's all because of shipping stuff. It's the... all because of shipping. We didn't want to ship things because glass was too uh, to heavy to ship. Yeah. We've got to go back to glass. And now we're also drinking stuff and probably chemicals from the plastic. Not that I actually am really all that worried about chemicals from plastic. Oh, well. Is there a sketch in this? There's a, there's a, there's a sketch of, the, of things to come, you know. There's a rough outline Absolutely. of the, uh, the nightmare hellscape that we've made for ourselves in the future. It's going to be a really interesting 10 years. I mean, there's got to be, like, something that's got to be done in the next... Four or five years. There's got to be something that's got to be done, but like, doesn't it just feel like the politics has like also reached this crescendo mm. of like insanity and more and more people who are like diametrically opposed to doing anything yeah. are in power? Yeah. And you're like, oh, this is a really great time to have people totally lose faith in politics, people who actively hate government to be in power and 
experts and scientists to be uh, mm. disrespected and, in fact, treated as the enemy. This is a great time for all of that stuff oh, to be Oh, you know happening. what we should do? We should just start paying off people right now to stop being fishermen. Yes. Right? And, uh, and that way we can stop caring about the oceans. See? So all the money that we would spend on trying to fix the ocean, yeah, yeah, yeah. we just spend it on fishermen retraining them to do something else with their life. Yep. Right? So then we're, we're future-proofing ourselves. Because we, we don't need to worry about the oceans anymore. Because or else these people, these people are going to be like in 20 years, we're going to be like, oh, why didn't we do anything about the ocean? And this way we'll be like, we well, did. We did. We paid you to not worry about it we anymore. We paid you to stop going into the ocean and making your life that way. Right? So now you're doing something else, so don't worry about it. Yeah. I mean, I, I, th- that makes sense to me. Maybe if there's like a five-cent tax on plastic bags or something, and then that money goes to fishermen to not worry about the ocean just stop, anymore. Just stop going to the ocean. And also swimmers. Swimmers. Because people who like to swim in the ocean, yeah. they're already a bit weird. Mm. Right? Yeah, like me. Like you, yeah. Alistair, a bit weird. Yeah. Yeah. Every time you try to go to the ocean for a swim, we just give you two bucks. Two bucks instead. That's so it. So go buy yourself an ice cream. Yeah. maybe and, a do- do- and that plastic wrapper, don't you worry about what happens to that. Like, or maybe like a dollar thirty, something like right. that. Right. So it's like a dollar thirty. So it's like. Free ice cream. It's, yeah, it's like a free ice cream. And maybe like, a little 10 cents or something for daddy. For, yeah, like maybe like a, you could get a red frog or something yeah, like that. Yeah, right. Right. But that way. It's like it's not really enough to keep going back down to the beach to try to like mm. make money, mm. but it's enough that if you went down to the beach not knowing that mm. you're not allowed to swim anymore in the ocean, yeah. it'd be like, oh well, at least I got a dollar thirty. Yeah, what, so it's kind of like a, a universal micro bribery, mm. right? Because at the moment, I feel like big corporations, if they want to, um, you know introduce systematic neglect of an aspect of the environment. Yeah. They've got to pay off councillors. Yeah. They've got to get, you know, um, some sway over politicians. They've sure. got to make these big donations. But I want to disrupt all of that. I'm mm. going to introduce an app or something like that so that that bribery can go directly to the people. Why does the, my representative get to be paid off to ignore yeah. the condition of the Great Barrier Reef when I mm. should be the one? It's my Great Barrier Reef. So, yeah. hey... Uh, 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 Adani. Yep. Fifty bucks a year to us. To us. To mm. you know each of us. Mm-hmm. We're not. We're gonna. We're gonna look the other way. Yeah. We'll all be on board. We'll all look the other way. No, everyone will face away from the ocean. <laughs> yeah, we we will literally look the other way. What if they just put a really bright light? That's at, good. You know, yeah. just at the at the ocean. Yeah. And then everybody would actually just be forced to look away. Look away. Yeah. Um, I think that's a bribing everyone is a, is a good idea. Right? Like, you know, maybe even a politician comes forward and says, look, I've been offered this much by these guys mm. to get this through Parliament. And I thought, that's wrong. That's not fair. No. But what I am going to do is I'm going to share that with all of you. Yeah. That would be nice. So don't worry. We all, we're all, we're all going to get something out of this. That'd be nice. So vote for me, and I'd be like, all right. And get the Coke brothers. And those yeah. Coke. Come on, and, and let's be fair. They're the Co- Koch brothers. Koch? Koch. 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 Koch brothers? Koch? K- K-O-C-H-E? 
The so it's just bringing socialism to bribery. Yes, socialize corruption. Mm. And this is this is really trickle like, trickle down. It's like yeah, it's the great it's it's the the like the for it's like for the greater for the the, the greater amount of people was was mm. that thing that greater good for the greater the greatest amount yeah, of people for the greatest number well yeah. it's like it's like the greatest evil but for the still for the greatest amount of people yeah and to get something pretty to good get a as well on the side yeah then. ice cream and a and a and a yellow a red frog um, all right we got right, five we got, we got, we got three f- words got you got some words from a listener to come up with a sketch idea some of these are pretty not one hundred percent close to sketch ideas today. I mean, obviously, we've got the cannibal inventor teleport thing, so that's... That's pretty solid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, today's, I think we might film that this afternoon. Yeah. So today's uh, three words come from Jonathan Dooley, a listener of the podcast. Hello, Jonathan. John Dooley. Yeah. What do you think of that song, Tom Dooley, John Dooley? Do you ever think oh, I could change one word of this and be about me? Yeah. Jonathan Ton- Dooley. That's right. Um, okay, so now he gave us three words. Um, first one is kind of more of a name. Yes. And the last one, I'm going to, anyway, you'll see. I'll, I'll, oh, I might you, have to you pronounce are teasing it, this like I an expert. I might have to pronounce it wrong to okay. maybe make it what the all three are going to do. Okay, so here we go. We got the first word is auto. Yes. The second word is motto. Auto motto. Yeah. And then the third word is P. P-E-A. Otto, Otto motto, P. But it kind of looks like automatopoeia. Which is actually onomatopoeia. Yeah. But I'm just saying, <laughs> it looks like automatopoeia. <laughs> well, Otto, obviously Italian for eight. Motto, Isn't obviously. Isn't that ocho? No, definitely not. Really? It's Otto. Um, well... I don't know if you've uh, seen the uh, the movie A Fish Called Wanda. No. But Kevin Klein, really, you've not seen it. Oh, I've seen a bit. It was on TV once. Yeah, right. Seems all right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, th- I think it's really, really good. It's like quite late Monty Python kind of stuff, right? No, it's John Cleese uh, post Monty Python. Mm. You just late, real late. Monty oh yeah, Python. real late. No, yeah. you're right. But real I mean, late. it's like the closest thing to Monty Python they kind of really. It's did. nothing like Monty Python. Uh, it feels Monty Python. Doesn't seem. John Cleese is in it. And then the other one. Michael Palin, he's Michael in Michael Palin. It. Is there a third Monty Python guy? No, I don't okay. think so. Anyway, Kevin Klein plays Otto. Yeah. Right? At one point, he says, I am Italian. My name is Otto. It means eight. Now, yeah, right. he might have been wrong. Yeah, well, maybe, yeah. But, I mean, that's where I get my facts from. That's fine, yeah. Okay, yeah. I look, I'm, I'm convinced. That must be must mean eight. Um, motto. Yeah. It's like a, like a saying. A thing that you say. Yeah. About a thing. Like, that's my crab. <laughs> that's my motto. Is that's my crab. Doesn't work as a motto. No? No. I mean well a motto has to have some kind of a meaning. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess if you knew the backstory. <laughs> um, okay. Crabs are no good to have. Yeah, I mean that's actually That's a motto? Yeah, that's yeah. a motto. Yeah. My motto is crabs are no good to have. Like is that a sex? STD kind of a thing? I mean, it could be a... Crabs could, don't really feel like an STD, do they? Because no. they're not really in you. They're just on you. Yeah, it's kind of more like a like an unwanted pet. Yeah, a hitchhiker or yeah. something, right? Yeah. It's like... It's an unwanted groin pet. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, like a center area pet. It's a like it's a habitat. You've become a habitat. You've you've got a sanctuary. Mm. I don't want to alarm you. Okay, and I'm not saying I have an STD, mm. but I do have a crustacean groin sanctuary. Yeah, right. And and so the solution to that I mean, wouldn't it be great like if it was like if it was like having mice and you just bought a cat? <laughs> You know, for like crabs. <gasps> if you just found so, what are we talking? Like a centipede or something that oh, like crawls around? Yeah, here? I think that would be great. Oh man, it's just oh. like one of those huge ones that's yeah, like yeah. it's about the length of your forearm. Oh Christ! But it's about let's say let's say like two it, fingers thick. Yeah, and it crawls around and you just wraps you, itself around your cock and balls. You you wear that's... kind of those loose pants that they wear in kind of hot Mediterranean, not Mediterranean, but equatorial mm-hmm. countries mm-hmm. like a. Sort of like as is India. No, India is not really equatorial, but it's, but it feels equatorial. Yeah, it feels equatorial. Mm. Sort of like a loose Indian pant. It's equatorial. Yeah, a Thai fisherman pant, maybe. Sure, a Thai fisherman. Remember Thai pant? fisherman pants? Well, I was I, never. I think I might have even worn Thai fisherman pants for a short period of time uh, in yeah. like the two thousand. This is that's crazy, Andy. I. I can't. I can't accept myself wearing any pant that ha- that looks like it comes from any other culture. I don't know what I was thinking. I also yeah. wore jeans that like, I'd glued back together with bits of other jeans and builders glue. Wow! While I was wearing them, you built pants whilst wearing the another pant. culture's pants. Yeah. Anyway. Um, uh, Building pants is also something that they would do in a lot of those countries. Yeah. Sewing pants together. <laughs> Uh, so this is a, this is a. So you've got a predator, basically. You've introduced a, uh, a predatory um, little uh, element to your crotchal ecosystem. Because what's interesting about that is that these ecosystems, they never, you never completely eradicate the prey species. You reach a homeostasis within that. Sure. Ecosystem where there's just enough crabs being born mm. to sustain your um, yeah. crotchal uh, uh, centipede. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. I wrote and, down millipede. I feel like an idiot. Oh, a millipede is fine. That's great, Al. Don't. But don't. are millipedes isn't less scary than a centipede? I or? don't know. I can't remember which one's which. I'm I think they're both. Brackets. I think they're both pretty ter- terrifying. Um. And right. So you just kind of have like an acceptable amount of crabs. Yes. Yeah. And one huge centipede. And yeah, one huge centipede that are like one of those black ones that's like just spooky. You see on the on the wall and they're like... Oh, it's not the black ones that scare me the most. One? It's the kind of orange ones that you get in caves. Those big long legs. Man, look, I think it's just anything that... Because insects don't look like they have any empathy. Not, none whatsoever. They're essentially the they're the robots of the of the living world. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So they they just go around and they will attack whatever that they can. Yeah. That's why that part. And I think I've said this on the podcast before. That part in the in the King the King Kong movie that had Jack Black in it mm. that was made by Peter Jackson mm. when they encounter those gigantic insects that is the scariest thing to me because Big, like they, leech kind of things. There's, Is that I think, when they go into that cave? There's like giant yeah, or, or, or yeah, or maybe a ravine. Could be a ravine. Yeah, Could yeah. be a canyon. I mean, I'm going to allow it. Yeah, 
and, uh, and, and at some point they're getting attacked by them. And you go, I think at least a panther could at some point just feel bad for you and stop. <laughs> There's a chance. Like, or at least experience fear. I don't think, I don't think an insect will ins- experience There's fear. There's no self-preservation. Especially in a, in a predator insect. And especially, I think, in one that's got that sort of social thing, like like a like a hive mm. or whatever, because they're not even in it for themselves. They're no. just like, well, I don't even care if I die. We've all got identical genetic material, you know. Let's My just gone. Imagine that having your DNA dictate that, that you don't even care about yourself because your species lives. Thrives better when you don't care. I feel about like yourself. that's what's going to happen with my identical twin sons. You know, <laughs> <laughs> they're basically like worker ants, and mm. they'll just keep coming at you. That's yeah. why you know there's such hard work in the morning. Yeah, and and at one they don't already, care what happens to them. That's why at one a at one years old, you've already got them sort of <laughs> fighting MMA and things like that because you realize Absolutely. you're making the absolute. Um, yeah, unstoppable. They're going to be as good a fighter as any Ukrainian, mm. you know, or kind mm. of somebody gr- growing up in that area. Yeah. Which is a place that grows some really good fighters. Um, so the the motto for this, it's a company that sells these. Their motto obviously is, um, ain't good having crabs. And and, <laughs> and I guess like, and, 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 and coded within that message mm. is that, the homeostasis point is actually one female crab mm. that was impregnated a long time ago and I assume can just keep giving birth to loads sure, of sure, crabs. Sure. Yeah. So the, the centipede leaves that one alive like a queen crab of some sort. Yep, to keep the next generation of... Uh, yeah. yeah. Now, uh, you know... That uh, eats the young. John, John Dooley uh, might tell us, well, that's sure you got the motto part in there. But what about the Otto crabs? Eight legs. Yeah, that's Italian right. Italian eight. And the your, the centipede is called Otto. Centipede. Peered. Peered. There you go. Yeah, we did it. <laughs> Have we talked about this on the podcast before? It feels like a familiar idea to me. But if we eradicated crabs mm-hmm. to the point where there were no more genital crabs, except on like one person. Yeah. Would we stop them from killing them because that's an endangered species and maybe set up a small, like, little fence around their crotch mm. and people would be able to come past and uh, look at the crabs? I mean, this is, you know, this would be a, a great character for our uh, for our, our live Big Brother show. Um, <laughs> <'cause> <laughs> I think it would be a great character for any of these sketches we've come uh, up with tonight. <laughs> I mean, the last person to have crabs who's sort of been heritage mm. listed, so mm. that. Uh, what about a Jurassic Park, right? But we haven't brought back the dinosaurs. We've brought, brought back crabs. We introduced them into somebody's crotch. Yeah. Right? We, we brought all back in old there. sexually transmitted diseases. Yes. And we, there's a little fence around there, and we're like, there's no way they can get out. Yeah. And right? there's, nobody, there's no way they fine. can fuck anybody. <laughs> and then. Yeah. No, the, 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 the fence is just around the crotch. All right. And, uh, and then. One day we come down, the crabs are gone. Oh no, they're out. Everyone on the island has suddenly got crabs. Got crabs. <laughs> they're having sex out of fear. <laughs> but yeah, okay, look, that's wonderful. Um, it'll be it's called, called Pubic Park. Or, or crustacic, crust, crusta, Crustaceous Park? 
Jurassic Crustacic <laughs> Crustacic. <laughs> Uh, Jur- Jurassic Park? Jurassic Itch Park. I don't know if you're asking. Also, Itch. Well, I imagine. There's hair there's back few. there. That's there's where they would back- live. There's hair back there. Do they go and up inside the hole? And a chair as well, if you're sitting down. Jurassic Park, but for crabs. Pubic crabs. Yeah. Um... And then it's just people, you just catch a car and then a different... <laughs> You catch a car <laughs> along a track, and it's just various points. There's just a guy laying there laying with just a dome over his, like, a... Uh, sort of just looks kind of like an aquarium over his junk, yeah. and then he's just oh, got his man. hands behind his head, and, and then you go, oh, there, look, I can see them moving. Like that. I mean, this is horrible. It's a sketch. It's more it's terrifying that's a real me sketch, than the Jurassic Park movie, which... Um, terrified me as a child. I had to hide behind the couch and then leave the room because I was scared of the dinosaurs. But imagine the parts where people get chased down by crabs and they they eat your lawyer's pubic hair. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, his pubic hair has been eaten in half while he was in Somebody's flying a helicopter, right? But then they start to get itchy and they're scratching and they're flying (laughs) off course. (laughs) Yeah. The sketches for today, subatomic... Uh, solitary confinement. Uh, we'll look, we don't know exactly where that's being used. We wrote could, that down? That's amazing. I mean, I just put it down because it's an idea. It's not a sketch in itself, I don't think. But it it's sounds an more I- like something for one of our uh, Patreon-only episodes where we come up with five ideas of five, any kind. F- five ideas for... Um, any category. Well, I know, but this one would go in a category of punishment for people who are, you know, criminals. I think five ideas for punishments. We'll come up with that Yeah. on, um, on the show. Oh, and what was that Patreon thing that you mentioned? Patreon. Oh, we're also going to do a, a new bonus uh, one-off, po- possibly a one-off. Could be a whole series for Patreon. Uh, it's going to be Harry Shavers, the podcast. Uh, we talk exclusively about Harry Shavers, and we do two plugs for uh, Two in the Think Tank during the show. So uh, if you want to sign up, I'm going to put that at it's like... It's going to bonus uh, one at some point this year. Oh, that's going to be like 40 bucks. That's <laughs> going to be a 40-buck level. If you want to hear that one. And that, and that is going to come out. Uh, every month there's going to be one episode a month. Really? Yeah, just That's great. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, and it's at least an hour. I guarantee it'll be at least an hour. An hour. And then we'll, we'll, and then we'll, we'll sort of trudge through two, uh, two ads about two in the thing. Yeah, sure. Um, but the other thing I was actually talking about was just that there's a new Patreon level. Oh, there is. Uh, at $8 a tier where you can pay $8 and get s- some of the bonus episodes, yeah. uh, which one is for the... Um, for the come up with any idea yeah. that you can also suggest ideas for what five ideas on what topic we come up with. Yeah, uh, you, can, you can pitch us a, a, a topic, a category. We've already had a lot of categories already pitched at us. Yeah. yeah. Video games. I'm excited. Business ideas. Mm-hmm. Children's book ideas. Children's book ideas. So we'll be getting through all of that. All of it. And we've also got another podcast that comes out every two weeks uh, or uh, bi-monthly, which is um, yep. uh, sitcom, two in the sitcom tank. No, but- yeah. So anyway, two extra episodes will come out per, per month, month. Yeah. On for that tier. Thank you very much. And then, of course, the monthly uh, Harry Shavers podcast. Obviously, there'll be the, Har- the <laughs> monthly Harry Shavers podcast. Um, then we have the Eat Wood Conspiracy, which mm. is, uh, you know, that it's, a, it's an expose on how behind the scenes people have been working for big wood, mm. huge lumber, yeah. as it's also known. 
to to get people to start eating wood to get titanic timber titanic timber uh you know obviously the sketch will go into more detail than what mm -hmm. i just did in the summary there mm -hmm. and then we have the cannibal inventor teleports um accidentally with a twig um Man, this these first three ideas so far, and I'm not feeling yeah. any vibes. No, no, this one. I this is got one a of the greatest vibe off any of these. Andy, this is a, this one is like a, it's a it's a book series. It's gonna be it's the next RRR book writer. <laughs> George R R Martin. Yeah, it'll be it'll be his next big big book series. Yeah, thousand pages per book about mm -hmm. this guy. Oh. This, his next big book series. Yeah. Then we have uh, violent criminals are covered in the, in the vulnerable to rehabilitate them uh, uh, instead of prisons. And, you, mm. and they're also given access to all nuclear codes. Mm. So this will, you know, as a way, instead of sort of putting them in prisons. Further isolating them further from isolating, society. We actually immerse them in responsibility mm. uh, and, and importance and weight. Mm-hmm. All of that. Then uh, there's a next sketch is a, a trend of teenagers to put sand in their mouth. That's just a new way they rebel. Yep. Um, Parents just, don't want you to do it. They don't want you to do they're it. They're squares. They but, don't want you to have fun. Yep. Hey, they probably all did it when they were your age. But That's they right. They just now act like they didn't. They definitely did when they were babies. Why do you think old people have got such bad teeth? Yeah. Because it's, it's. They've been hitting that grit. Hit the grit. And then, then we got the bribing everyone, socialized bribery. It's just a, you know, it's like a, a politician who's good, mm. but he's not that good. Yeah. You know, he's good in that he's for the people, but he still takes bribes, oh, but he, he splits up the bribes. He says, like, I'd be crazy not to. You got to right? accept, you got to accept that this is just how the system works these yeah. days. You know, he's a straight talker. Yeah. He tells it like it is. Yes. But. Calls it like he sees it. Calls it like he sees it. Says what he's it. thinking. That's right. He sees words in his head. He doesn't filter them no, before letting them out, out of his mouth. Yeah. Um, then we got the millipede that's used to uh, get rid of crabs. Mm. It's a good system. Mm -hmm. You know, I think you name it. You can call it a sexual predator. Doesn't sound good. No, well, sexual transmitted disease predator. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> STDP. Se sexual TD predator. Great. S transmitted D predator. And then we also have Jurassic Park, but for pubic crabs. Yep. <laughs> Jurassic junk. Mm. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> junk Jurassic Park? Yeah. Yeah. Junk crabic. <sighs> junk crabic park? Yes. Yes. Yeah? Now we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Um, Thank you for saying yes, Andy. Yeah, well, I'm, that's why I'm here. With my mouth. <laughs> thank you for listening to the podcast. Um, and, uh, two in the Think Tank is the name of the podcast. And yep. thank you to everyone who's signed up for the new Patreon tier. Thank you very much. We who hope signed it's going to be 
hugely worth your while. I mean, yeah. we're sure it's going to be worth your we're while. We're sure. It's worth everybody else's while. Thank you very much to Peter Thomas for designing our new logo for our podcast, which Absolutely. hopefully has been propagated out to your devices by this stage. Yeah. Um, uh, a good friend of the show. He's been on the show a number of times, and we're going to have him on again real soon. Real soon. Um, to uh, come with more sketch ideas. After um, he sketched that idea for, for the logo, logo of the podcast. podcast. Two, Two in the, in the think, think Tank. 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 Um, um, you can find us on iTunes. That's going to be. By the way, that logo is going to be coming out as a T-shirt. Holy moly! You're going to be able to buy those a T-shirt. Well, so don't worry about Red, that. Probably on Redbubble. Redbubble. Unless we can find a an even easier way of doing it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We were we were going to say, like, just do it yourself. Yeah. Just draw it. Get a pen and just draw it on one it of your own t- yeah. T-shirts. <laughs> trace it on That seemed like the easiest way. And then just send like, what, us what like has four the least? bucks. Yeah, come on. Like, uh, mm. even if you want to do it and pirate it yeah. and start printing them yourself yeah. somehow in like some third world country yeah. and then selling them on the black market, we don't mind. Just, just send us like 20 cents or something yeah. for it. <laughs> like a dollar twenty. Sure, great. Just so that adds up, you know. Yeah, that adds up. That'll um, add up. You know, and uh, we're on Twitter, Two and Tank. I'm at Stupid Old Andy. And uh, you can review us on iTunes, and you can. Some fo- people have been reviewing review, review, reviewing us on iTunes recently. And They've been beautiful, it lovely been things for them to say. Eloquent. Eloquent. I mean, well I, written. I cannot believe the eloquence of our listeners. Yes, it's almost like they're not listeners, but they're writers. They should be. They if should. they're not. They should be. Look, we've because they already are. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's this the writerliness of you guys. It has been inside you the whole time. I don't know if there are any publishers out there, but have a look at our reviews on iTunes mm. and just sign these people up now. Yeah, that's a great way. That's a great way of being discovered. Even the people who don't really write anything and just leave five stars. They do it in such a way that makes me think you've got a novel in you. Yeah, absolutely. Or at least a supersonic jet. Yeah. And uh, and uh, if you want to support the podcast without giving any money or anything like that, which is also acceptable, try forcing some people that you know to listen and download our podcast. I uh, The thing I have found with yeah. podcasts is that if you just listen to enough of them, you just start to like. You them. start to like it. You start to get to know the people. Some kind of Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. You your brain is like, well, I'm hearing these people all the time. They must be my friends, or play they must it, like me. Play it to huge groups of children and teenagers. Anyone who's basically con- confined for long enough for you to get three or four episodes into their ears. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they'll be hooked. If you work at a stadium. Yes. Uh, where there's sort of sports matches and things like that, usually one, two, three, forty thousand people that sit there whilst waiting for matches and in between there's lulls. innings. We all know like there's that. lulls. Just play the things. podcast. Yes. Uh, you know, flash up on the screen what it's called and things like the that. The logo. And then people will slowly over the months of supporting your sports team and yeah. the few who are still remain supporting mm. your sports team at the end of this period of time. Yeah. They might also, a couple of them have listened to if the If you run a sweatshop or some kind of oppressive mm, regime, use the speaker yes, systems yes. to play the podcast over Kim that. Kim Jong-un. Oh, I'm looking at you. Yeah. Or anybody what else who's are got, you going to do? Yeah, if anyone's got Kim Jong-un's ear, 
put a headphone in that ear. Dennis Rodman, I'm looking at you. That's right. Put a headphone in that ear and play two in the think tank. All right. And we why why just oppress when you can oppress play on the two in the think tank <laughs> podcast? That's our new slogan. That's our new slogan. specifically for dictators. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we, we love you. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 